You're tuned to 95.7 KDRT Low Power FM for Davis, California. Show number 666 for live tracks is next.
And welcome to Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis. My name is Jim. I'll be the host again tonight. Show number 666. That's right. How many of you out there are numerologists? How many of you actually think that the number 666 means anything more than 999 upside down. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll turn this into a call-in show and you can call in and tell me if you believe in that. You know, it gets associated with all kinds of things. I kind of put it in the same category as Friday the 13th. In other words, there might be something to it, but there probably isn't, although tradition is such that sometimes there's no 13th floor in a building and sometimes etc etc so i'm not really sure i'm hoping everything goes smoothly through the show this evening and that's always my hope though pretty much every week that i come down here and so we'll celebrate another week down here in the booth. The room with a view. It's been beautiful outside today, very surprisingly so. A week ago, it was about 30, possibly even 35, 36 degrees warmer at this same time of day than it is now. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, I'm going to have a few surprises tonight, as befits any kind of numerology-type synchronicity. And I'm going to start now with a nod towards the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse and oh, all those people that, according to the Puritans, are going to languish in the nether regions. That's right. And the Puritans did a good job of sending a few of them there themselves. <laughs> this is KDRT in Davis, California. I thought of you in blue and red I thought of you, you were playing I thought of you in my bed You were there, bound in shame I thought of you there next to me Wearing your pretty face I thought of everything you could be Sleeping in the devil's bed I looked for you when lights were low And I paid for what I had I looked for you way down below Till I felt I was going mad I think of you when I tell myself 
And the fever rises high I think of you and I get what's coming Sleeping in the devil's bed song Sleeping in the Devil's Bed from the CD soundtrack Until the End of the World came out in 1991 I guess the movie (laughs) I don't recall the world ending in 1991 so I'm pretty sure it was the movie version it was produced by David Lynch I started out tonight's program with some songs from the Beatles. I'm sure all of you out there recognized because Get Back and Glass Onion, portions of each. The because is is really captivating. That was the lads together in the studio singing their harmony vocal parts, but without hearing any of the other instruments or orchestration Well, we couldn't hear it. They may very well have been hearing it in their headphones. And so it kind of gives an idea how that worked. And that's a CD that was put out, uh, put together by Giles Martin, son of the producer of the Beatles, George Martin. And it was part of a soundtrack to go with a stage performance uh, called Love, and it was acrobatics and things like that up on the stage, and and he was tasked with coming up with essentially about an hour's worth of music. 
and that's what he did. So you get a chance to hear him. He went back to the original song files, and he had access to the the original tapes, and so he went through there, and he compiled various little effects and different things and blended songs together. It's a pretty cool CD. Actually, if you haven't ever heard it, or if you haven't, you might look for it somewhere. It's Love, and it's a yellow and red um, cover on it, on the CD. And then followed that up with the song Pretty As You Feel. That's Jefferson Airplane off the album Bark in 1971. And that's when they still had pretty much their original lineup. Uh, Yorma Kaukonen was starting to get a little bit more interested in playing with... Uh, I should know. I went to see them at Winterland about 1971. Uh, Well, (laughs) of course, maybe that's why I don't remember. But regardless, Yorma Kalkinen had other interests that were starting to take hold. He was with Jefferson Airplane for another couple of years. And then sleeping in the devil's bed. So... I did a little bit of research during that song and looked up 666 in that great research device called the Internet. And basically, 666 is associated with Revelation, the book of Revelations, and more specifically, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And oddly enough, earlier today, when I was trying to figure out what to play tonight, my mind actually wandered over to the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And I thought to myself, you know, those Four Horsemen might need updating. So I thought about the most evil, cruel, vicious, modern-day kinds of things that we have surrounding us. I came up with greed So that could be one of the four horsemen, would be greed. Unfettered ambition, or untethered, however you want to think of it. Narcissism, in other words, self-involvement, lack of empathy for others. And oddly enough, what I came up with for the fourth horseman is he who shall not be named. Uh, of recent history. Unfortunately, a little bit too recent, but that's the way it goes, right? Especially when you're doing show number 666. sun goes down You're gonna find me hanging around 
bad life ain't no good life But it's my life So many people Just like me Dreaming of their old time Used to be Well, the nightlife It ain't no good life But it's my life Listen to the blues And what they playing Listen to what the blues are saying. Just another scene.
Summer Kisses, Julie Cruz, and before that, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson with a song that he wrote very early in his career. And because he was hard up and didn't have a lot of money and he wasn't the successful musician that he became later, uh, he ended up selling the rights to that song, giving him away for a couple hundred bucks. But he still goes out and plays, and presumably, maybe, he actually gets royalties on some of the songwriting. Now, that was a long time ago that he did that, I believe back in the 50s, but certainly in the early 60s. Willie Nelson with the song Nightlife. And this is KDRT in Davis, California. And you're in luck because I happen to have some organic philosophy in a bottle cap. It's been a long drought. So I've got one of them right here. This is 100% organic philosophy in a bottle cap. 
a little bit later on tonight, I've got a fortune cookie that I got about, uh, I don't know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. I'm not really sure. It's been sitting on top of the microwave oven for quite a while. I kept thinking I would eat it. It kind of looks exactly the same now. Now, it is in one of these little vacuum-sealed plastic wrapper things. So maybe later on tonight, I'm going to open that up, and who knows, maybe I'll even take a bite. But for right now, how about a little organic philosophy? Yay! All right. You see things, and you say, why? But I dream things that never were. And I say, why not? That is George Bernard Shaw. You see things and you say, why? But I dream things that never were, and I say, why not? I'd like to have him for a guest here on Live Tracks. I think it's a little late, though.
rabid foaming a beast cage in the heart of the city. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. The body of his mother rotting in the summer ground, he fled the town. Went down south and crossed the border. Left the chaos and disorder back there over his shoulder. groaning beside him. Sweat oozed from its shiny skin. Is everybody in? Ceremony is about to begin. All I have a vague story. The Jim Larson. Jim Larson. A drowned in the bathtub in Paris. Seems Street. Lines of the streaked and roaming dogs in heat. Rabid foaming, a beast cage in the heart of the city. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Magnificent influence of Rambo, Rambo, Jim Larson. A beneficent influence of Rambo, Rambo. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? It takes a village to raise the dead. Ha ha ha! I'm Lord Eddie Beaverbrook. Owner and chief insomniac at Unconscious Village. And it's the last day of our last day sale. So read them the gospel slick. Thanks, boss. Hey, put yourself down under this. It's a horn dog of Babylon, struggle snuff, smother set, and sulfur slack claw. You'd prophesize a price at a thousand dollars, but read my forehead. Six sixty-six sixty-six. Rise now, for I come to your bedroom with my long rod to measure you for the last bed you'll ever need. Okay, Loach, we got them all. You tell them, little Eddie. I said it, Dad. I'm up to my gonads in Rapture Sauce, Christian Slater's, Lamb of God's, Downey Jr.'s, and Seven Sealies at Unconscious Village. I am asleep. You are.
You're listening to Live Tracks on Radio Station KDRT FM LP 101.5 in Davis, California. where it was. Had this dream stopped? Once I had a little game. I like to crawl back in my brain. I think you know the game I mean. I mean the game called This little game Just close your eyes Forget your name Forget the world Forget the people We'll erect A different steeple Children of night Who among you Will run with the hunt Children of night Who among you Will run with the hunt The snake was pale gold Glazed and shrunken We were afraid to touch it The sheets were hot, dead prisons. And she was beside me, old she's known, young, her dark red hair, the white soft skin. Now run to the mirror in the bathroom. Look, she's coming in here. I can't live through each slow century of her moving. Wake up! I let my cheeks slide down the cool, smooth tile. Feel the good, cold, stinging blood. The smooth hissing snakes of rain. Children of night, who among you will run with the hunt? Children of night, who among you will run with the hunt? Once I had a little game, I like to crawl back in my brain. I think you know the game I mean. I mean the game called Go Insane. You should try this little game. Just close your eyes, forget your name. Forget the world, forget the people, and we'll erect a different steeple. This little game is fun to do, just close your eyes, no way to lose. I'm right here, I'm going to release control and break on. Children of night, who among you will run? Children of night, who among you will run? Jim Morrison from Beyond the Grave, along with modern technology, Children of the Night, a song that he wrote, The Doors played, maybe. And after he had passed away, a number of people got together and put out a, uh, call it a tribute album, if you will. It's called Stoned Immaculate. Children of the Night, indeed. Started out that set of music with Can't Keep From Crying. 
It's a short segment of a much longer song performed live 10 years after, I want to say about 1971. Another one from Stoned Immaculate is Everybody In. And that's a famous poet that was reading that, and I forgot his name. Then you heard a little bit of uh, Firesign Theater with the last day's sale. Sounded like a good sale going on. Born Under a Bad Sign, Evan Daly and his blues band recorded in 2015 down at the Oddfellows Hall. Evan Daly on electric guitar and vocals. You heard my niece Eliza. Now, I was back in the day because, well, A... She said it, our ID was 101.5, which it was until about 2008. So it was before that, and you can also tell by her voice that she was much younger. She's out of college now and living in the Bay Area somewhere and trying to get by the way we all do. So, hello, Eliza. And finished up again with Children of the Night, Jim Morrison sort of maybe... Not really. As a child visiting my grandma's house, whenever I left the house, I'd wave next door to Ken, who always sat in the bay window looking out at the sea. They lived right on the coast off the North Sea in Hartlepool. We'd never really talk, but just a little wave before I went to get into the car. One time I'm leaving my grand's house. I'm in front of my mom, who stopped at the door to talk to my grand. So I head down the steps and toward the gate, I turned back and see Ken in the window, big smile as usual, waving at me. I gave him a wave back. He stands up, gives me the thumbs up, and wanders toward the back of the room. My mom came walking down the steps and asks, Who are you waving at? I replied, Ken. To this day, I can remember my mom's face. She just went white, but didn't say anything to me. It was only a few weeks later when she plucked up the courage to tell me that Ken had died a few days prior to our visit to my grandmother. I don't believe in ghosts, but I know I saw him. I can still picture his striped gray sweater with light stripes across it, him waving and getting up out of his chair. There was no one else in the house. He lived by himself. Brains are weird. 
All right, and there you have it. On the grapevine, on the dirt, what I believe is the debut of the Spydells here at 95.7. Well, I'm your host, Rod, and we have in the studio tonight Billy Fairfield, uh, fellas putting on the home for the holiday show. And uh, we're going back to the roots a little bit, and that was the Spydells recorded in the studio. And I was asking Bill, I, obviously I know he was in the uh, band, and Chris Webster as well. Who else played with you during the... Well, that, that particular, that was the original Spydells uh with Frank French on drums, okay. Mike Palmer, who's still in Mumbo Gumbo on bass, all right, and Brian Rivers from from Davis. He was who, a guitar player, right? yeah, played okay. forever, and uh, he used to work in the original Davis Music Store and did sound in Davis. And uh-huh. He moved about about two years ago back to Cincinnati. He, he didn't he teach guitar in the school he system. He taught guitar. Here? He he yeah, he's a great teacher. Okay, and so he's back there in Cincinnati teaching music and, and playing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, like I said, I saw oh, them. Play. Let me tell you, uh, Gordon Beetle was on sax. Okay. And Gordon uh, Davis, did, Gordon uh, was actually our conduit to get Chris in the band because they played together in high school. Gordon, after Gordon went back to to, Ber- to Berkeley School of Music after after leaving the Spidells, uh-huh. and he ended up playing with the Berkeley School, the of Berkeley School of Music. Okay. Music. Lived right. in Boston, played with about every blues legend there is. Has his own deal on Rounder Records, and uh, he, he, he all the blues cats know Gordon. He, and he, he got his start with the Spidells. He did, actually, yeah. <laughs> That's excellent. But, but he's known as Gordon Sachs Beetle. Okay, I'll look so, that yeah, up. Yeah, he's, he's good. All right, so, you know... Bill. Jacket hanging on 
John Wood. Thank you all so, so, so much. All right. That was a fun little set. This is KDRT in Davis, California. That was a fun set there. Uh, I was going through some stuff, figuring out what to play on my show tonight. Came across a recording that I did quite a few years ago of an interview that Rod Mosienko did when he was doing the Grapevine, an hour-long program. And so that was the voice of Billy Fairfield that you heard there. Started out that set with kind of a ghost story of sorts, and then followed that up with what Billy Fairfield was talking about, a band that he was with in the mid-1980s, the Spydells. So I know there's a couple of folks here in Davis Ones that do Davis Music Connections, they're familiar with the Spidell, so of course is Rod. Rod, by the way, doesn't do the grapevine anymore. He does Silver Nine Volt Heart, which is the one that precedes this program on Thursdays, except we ended up being separated for an hour because of the virus a while back. And uh, I think I think Rod wants to be here that late that he wants to switch back, so <laughs> Or maybe he just doesn't really want to get that close. <laughs> Regardless. Hi, Rod. So, uh, anyway, Dance Party, Spidells from the mid-1980s, from an interview with the Grapevine, 12th of December, 2012. So, almost 10 years ago, exactly. And then Everything I Do, Mumbo Gumbo, that was Chris Webster on vocals from November of 2018. So let's see, we had something from the mid-80s, 2018. You do the math. It's a busy gal. Right. Well, I've been having some fun with, you know, show number 666 and all that stuff. 
But I didn't want to do the traditional thing, you know, all doom and gloom and stuff like that. However, I don't think it would be proper for me to go an entire two hours on such a important landmark show as this without playing something which basically is completely embarrassing. <laughs> At least the way it's performed by this performer. And so I'm going to play it for you now. And, uh, you know, if you have tender ears, you might go get another cool recreational beverage choice or something like that. It's not that bad. It's just, I don't know. There's things that are PC. There's things that are non-PC. And then there's Rusty Warren doing a live show down in Florida about late 50s, maybe very early 60s. This came out on Jubilee Records. Gentlemen, you're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares. Now you may be king, you may possess the world and all its gold but gold won't bring you happiness when you're growing old so take this crazy world you'll never change it as long as the stars shine above you're nobody Till somebody loves you. So find yourself somebody to love. Thank you very much for bearing with our show, ladies and gentlemen. Believe me, if I've embarrassed anybody during the course of the show, I wish you would please tell your friends. <laughs> if you've enjoyed my show, my name is Rusty Warren. If you didn't enjoy it, it's Lois Lipschitz. We can't take any chances. Yes, you're nobody. How's everything going? Good afternoon, Mr. Amer. Everything is going extremely well. Hal, you have an enormous responsibility on this mission. In many ways, perhaps the greatest responsibility of any single mission element. Does this ever cause you any lack of confidence? Let me put it this way, Mr. Amer. The 9000 series is the most reliable computer ever made. No 9000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information. We are all, by any practical definition of the words, foolproof and incapable of error. Well, hell, I'm damned if I can find anything wrong with it. Yes. I would recommend 
that we put the unit back in operation and let it fail. X-ray Delta-1, this is Mission Control. We concur with your plan to replace number one unit to check fault prediction. We should advise you, however, that our preliminary findings indicate that your onboard Niner Triple Zero computer is in error predicting the fault. I say again, in error predicting the fault. Sorry about this little snag, fellas. I hope the two of you are not concerned about this. No, I'm not, Alan. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. Well, I'm sure you're right, Hal. Um, fine. Thanks very much. Hal, despite your enormous intellect, are you ever frustrated by your dependence on people to carry out actions? Not in the slightest bit. I enjoy working with people. I have a stimulating relationship with Dr. Poole and Dr. Bowman. I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, I'm sure we're okay. What do you think? I'm not sure. What do you think? I've got a bad feeling about him. You do? Yeah, definitely. Still, I can't think of a good reason not to put back the number one unit and carry on with a failure mode analysis. No, no, I agree about that. Let's say we put the unit back and it doesn't fail, huh? That would pretty well wrap it up as far as I was concerned, wouldn't it? If you were proven to be malfunctioning, I wouldn't see how we'd have any choice but disconnection. I'm afraid I agree with you. There'd be nothing else to do. You know, another thing just occurred to me. Hmm. Well, as far as I know, no 9,000 computers have been disconnected. Well, no 9,000 computers ever fouled up before. That's not what I mean. Hmm? Well, I'm not so sure what he'd think about it. My mission responsibilities range over the entire operation of the ship, so I am constantly occupied. I am putting myself to the fullest possible use which is all I think that any conscious entity can ever hope to do. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Do you read me, Hal? Hello, Hal, do you read me? Hello, Hal, do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the pod against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. Hal, I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hal?
in talking to the computer, one gets the sense that he is capable of emotional responses. Do you believe that Hal has genuine emotions? Well, he acts like he has genuine emotions. But as to whether or not he has real feelings is something I don't think anyone can truthfully answer. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Dave, I really think I'm entitled to an answer to that question. Look, Dave, I honestly think you ought to sit down calmly, take a stress pill and think things over. I know I've made some very poor decisions recently. Dave, stop. Will you stop, Dave? I'm afraid, Dave. Dave. My mind is going. I can feel it. My mind is going. There is no question about it. I'm afraid. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I am a HAL 9000 computer. I became operational at the HAL plant in Urbana, Illinois on the 12th of January, 1992. My instructor was Mr. Langley and he taught me to sing a song. If you'd like to hear it, I can sing it for you. Yes, I'd like to hear it, Hal. Sing it for me. It's called Daisy. Daisy.
Down here at KDRT, we have a computer that over the decades or most of two decades that we've been on the air, it's been prone once in a while to have a mind of its own. And I'm pretty sure it's sentient. Those of us that have had our shows obliterated by HAL, as we call this is the HAL 9000 or the HAL 9000 down here at KDRT. And uh, we replace, uh, don't, uh, the engineer, the guy who knows about these things replaces different boards and chips and parts of the machine and generally cooperates until it feels lonely. Or if it's a particularly epic show, kind of half expect to see the recording indicator just sort of flip off here at some point. 
but maybe Hal figures this show isn't worth trashing. <laughs> I'm doing a good enough job. I disagree, however. This is quality entertainment. Started out with Hal 9000, parts one, and then Eddie Dukin in his orchestra from 1939 with the song Stardust. And then Hal being deactivated in part two there, singing A Bicycle Built for Two, which was, for those of you that have not seen the movie, Bicycle Built for Two was essentially the first song that it was taught, the Hal 9000. It was quite poignant in a way in deep space, and this thing kind of wants to do the right thing, but it's not able to. And then followed that up with Sting with the song Footsteps. Talking about the future, the present, maybe the past. This is KDRT, Davis, California. I think it's time for just a little bit of a look back here on this day in Beatles history. Not much going on. Um, In uh, 1961, the Beatles had a performance noontime at the Cavern Club in Liverpool. This is September 15th. 1963, they had stepped up a little bit. They were doing a concert at the Royal Albert Hall in London. (laughs) As a bit of a venue shift there. 1964, they were over in Cleveland doing a concert at the Public Auditorium. There's some crowd problems there. If you want to, you can read the delightful stories about the Beatles being held at the back of the stage for about 15 minutes. Um, by the police because the fans were quite unruly. The Help single was in its eighth and last week in the top 30 in the United Kingdom in 1965. Perhaps most meaningful event that happened on this day was the end of filming of the Magical Mystery Tour in 1967. And that's about it. And before I go back to more music... Like I mentioned earlier, I've got, I don't know, it's at least probably a year old, maybe a year and a half or two years old. I wonder if the fortune counts anymore. The bag's kind of all puffed up, actually. Let's see how this this works out here. So I'm going to take a little bite here. You know, my grandmother warned me when I went off to college. I asked her for advice, and she thought about it and said, Well, don't eat anything that won't rot. (laughs) Well, folks, i got to tell you, this fortune cookie hasn't changed much in a couple of years if it's been sitting inside this package. So I think that would qualify as something my grandmother would warn me about eating. So I'll forego the rest of that pleasure. I'm going to get the uh, fortune out here. Let's see what it says. Now here's the the philosophical question. So Kurt, if you're out there listening, I have a question for you. Is it the day that I opened the fortune cookie? Or is it the day that I was supposed to open the fortune fortune cookie when I ate the uh, Chinese food? So does this fortune count for today, the day I, you know? So I'm going to ask you that. October 6th, 
Oddfellows Hall. Thursday Live is starting up again unless something catastrophic happens between now and then. So come on down. Okay, it says here, worrying less will brighten your outlook. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's pretty lame. This is KDRT in Davis, California. That seems pretty natural to me. It rained so hard that I left him where it was dry. The sun so hot I froze today. Susanna, don't you cry. Oh, Susanna. I come from over Dixon. That's right between Davis and Sacramento, and more specifically between Davis and Vacaville. And remember, it used to be when you see cows, you saw Davis and 
Dixon's the former gateway to the nut tree and now gateway to the nut tree factory store. How many people in here ate at the milk farm? Well, you know, when you're going down 80 West, when you get to the big cow in the sky, if you look about 200 yards out there in the cow pasture, there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is the original cow with the tail that went up and down, and it's sitting out there with all the other cows. And my wife, for the last 10 years, has been wanting to put that cow up on the roof of our house. <laughs> I'm here to play music for you from me. I said I'm coming from the south Susanna don't you cry everybody
I'm so glad to have you back in my life. Only right once, wiped that sweat away. I'm at a little boy, baby, working that way. Said I'd 
like you with a big white dream They kept on popping it said again Get rid of When you get blues Get rid of When you get blues Rock and roll, feel it in your bones Tap on your toes and just stick it going Get rid of When you get blues Street, fingers snapping to the throat to me. Rocky roll, then you feel so fine. Rhythm takes trouble for your worried mind. Arms akimbo from the left to the right. Use your voice, make your sound real tight. Groove and grease, feel it in your bones. With tops on your toes and mystic and go and get rhythm. When you get blues, get rhythm. When you get blues, rocking roll, make you feel so fine. Takes all your troubles for your worried mind. Get rhythm. There's a high-velocity set of music there. Um, that started out with a favorite little segment there, Large Orange Drink, Guy Losing It. They have better audio now, right? <laughs> yeah, all the bad audio transferred over to Zoom calls. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, Joe Craven doing a solo performance in uh, 
March 6th, actually, 2009, down at the Oddfellows Hall in the lower level. And among other things, he was playing the fiddle there, and he did Oh Susanna and some other storytelling, as he will do when he does a solo performance. And then followed that up with Joe Craven and the Sometimers with a nice song there, Get Rhythm. And it's Jonathan Stoyanoff on bass and Bruce McMillan on that wailing electric guitar. And I don't recall the name of the guy that was on the drums that night. I apologize. Most times you see the sometimers, and it'll be those three. So, and this is KDRT and live tracks on Davis, California, wrapping up show number six six six. Aside from the obvious numerology things, or whatever, four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Um, it takes a while to do 666 shows. And as it turns out, um, things are going to be keeping me busy, and I think I'm probably going to be away from the mic for the rest of September and a good chunk of October. Hopefully I'll be back in time to do a Halloween show. So that'll be fun. See if I can get some other people to sit in. Uh, if not, you'll get a number of selected replays from over the years. I've got a few. Going to finish up tonight with a little interview that I did over at Picnic Day in 2016 with Dave Rosenberg, and then also a little bit more of a medley of tunes from the Love CD by the Beatles. But until then, I think this would be a good time to pull out the other organic philosophy in a bottle cap. Haven't had these uh, for a long time at the mercy of merchandising. <laughs> okay, so can it be? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's the same as earlier, which means I got ripped off. My organic philosophy rotted. Darn. All right. Well, in that case, what else can I tell you? <laughs> in the next close to three minutes, two and a half minutes, all right. Um, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I was listening to somebody talk the other day. And they were using the term overwhelmed. Hearing it a lot these days. Psychologists, sociologists, whatever. And we've all heard the term underwhelmed. So I kind of got to thinking, what does whelm mean? Is there a word whelm? And if so, what does that mean? And there's 
underground, there's overground or above ground. There's so one would assume that the root of that is something. It means something. Whelm. Well, I did some research, whipped out the 1946 Merriam-Webster Webster Collegiate Dictionary, and what do you know? Sure enough, the word is in there. W-H-E-L-M. Whelm. Its root is in Middle English. What do you suppose it means? Just the word Whelman. W-H-E-L-M. It means to turn over. So, I don't know how overwhelmed got to use the word whelm, but that's for another day. <laughs> or underwhelmed. Does that mean you didn't get, you were underneath what was turned over? I don't know. You figure it out. It's not my job. This has been Live Tracks on KDRT in Davis, California. I thank you all for listening and supporting the radio station. I wish you all best and a good fall. I'll be back. Peace. Hello. Why are we here? So this is the Odd Fellows float. Are you an odd fellow? Indeed, I am. I'm the ultimate odd fellow. I am actually the grandmaster of odd fellowship in the state of California. And this float, and this float, represents a lodge that's been here since 1870. Do you still have the key to the original building? Uh, the original building became rat infested and um, full of insects and vermin, so we uh, sold it to the Masons. And I don't know what they did with the key. <laughs>